In the last few years, we've seen a flood of talk about autonomous vehicles, many talking about it being the motoring utopia where we will have door-to-door travel without any difficulties. All it'll mean that might be a little delayed, but of course you can work in the car. I don't think it's that easy. Now, consulting firm M.R. Cagney has done some research on autonomous vehicles. They've just released a report, and I'm fortunate to be talking on the line with Leslie Carter, their managing director. Leslie, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Yes, thank you for inviting me. The uh, research, it was done in Auckland. How did you go about doing that? Yes, it was completed by our um, Auckland office. It involved looking back over some projects that we've been involved in directly ourselves, and it also involved some what we call desktop research, which is looking at trends and events around the world and then bringing it together in some uh, coherent fashion. What sort of projects have you done that lap into this area of autonomous vehicles? Well, the projects that we that I'm particularly referring to are to do with active transport and uh, parking policy and all of those things, which it is said that all of those things would dramatically change with the introduction of autonomous vehicles. We had doubts that that would hold up and so that was the basis for our own input knowing what's happening in that space what are the trends what are the motivations behind current infrastructure investment in those areas and would they change with the introduction of autonomous vehicles parking is a classic issue isn't it we will no longer need parking is a catch cry that some believe what that may mean in terms of circulating traffic or other things is not all that clear. Is that the sort of issue that you were, or you've seen out there in the market? Yes, exactly. Um, there are some interesting statements that have been made in relation to autonomous vehicles. For instance, that they would solve congestion. Our view is that if you have just simply change one or one driven vehicle with one autonomous vehicle, who, which then circulate round endlessly as opposed to being parked at an end destination, we were puzzled as to how that was going to contribute to a reduction in uh, in congestion. They talk about reduction in congestion because autonomous vehicles may be tr- able to travel closer to other vehicles and so pack more vehicles down the road, yet that always seems to be in a very ideal situation of a freeway with no intersections or other difficulties We've had a little bit of an idealistic view on the world. I think so in that regard, yes. There also is uh, an idealised view that everybody will move around via autonomous vehicles. In other words, you have your own private little chariot. The realities are if that happened and all of the capacity that currently exists with, for instance, public transport, if all of that then got translated into single occupancy type vehicles, again, we, we don't understand the argument and how it stacks up that that's somehow going to make cities more livable, reduce congestion and make life a better place. People with disabilities will have greater opportunity, but that, of course, will increase demand. While I'm Mm. not in any way holding back, in fact, that's a great way that autonomous vehicles may be helpful, but I think the American figures, there would be an enormous amount of, well, a very large increase in transport if that was taken up as much as it could be. Yeah, it could. So, again, unless there is some 
significant investment in road capacity, then really what we are talking about is the introduction of these types of vehicles in the context of the current road capacity. So if there is additional vehicles that come onto the road under under that guise, then clearly other vehicles need to exit the road um, if you're not going to create further congestion. So what directions should we start taking or at least start thinking about? We're of the belief that some of the bigger benefits, some of the big benefits can be achieved through greater investment or greater investment in, in public transport. Even alongside autonomous vehicles, we believe that they still need to invest in and promote active transport, walking, cycling, those sorts of things. From our point of view, autonomous vehicles are just another part of the mix, and they're certainly not the panacea that's going to cure all ills of their current modern cities. In fact, autonomous public transport vehicles could well give us a much more cost-effective solutions at the moment, if we build a lot of just railed structures, you can put them together in carriages, but autonomous buses will be able to link electronically rather than just physically and start yes. to serve that purpose as well. Yes, exactly. I think some very significant benefits to the community can be derived from autonomous public transport vehicles, buses. They can either be translated into greater subsidies more frequencies, or just simply the uh, the operating authorities save money uh, in delivering the current services. So there are some significant benefits. And if you can create an environment where you get an even larger uptake of public transport and you use autonomous vehicles merely as the sort of the get you to and take you from the, the your main journey on public transport again, we think that's got some uh, significant advantages for cities. Yeah, it, the great problem of parking around bus stops and so on is bad mm. for the community if you live there, uh, having a yeah. way of getting there but not having to park the vehicle. In fact, we still have to park the vehicle. You've talked about parking infrastructure must be updated. In what ways do you see that? Well, the, the one we, we particularly talk about is that the, the concept of park and rides would ha- would change and it would move more towards areas that allow autonomous vehicles to move in, drop people off or pick people up and then move away from either trains or, or, or bus stations. So that would be quite a, a significant change. Within the city itself, if there is a uh, an opportunity to have autonomous vehicles to do short journeys, and then there's a less reliance on owning your own vehicle, that would then in major developments, you know, multi-apartment blocks, would actually reduce the requirement to build one or two parking spaces for every single apartment. You would also be able to perhaps, if we were to go all autonomous vehicles, build parking spaces with narrower parking spots because the vehicle, in theory, should be able to get into them by themselves? Oh, yes. I mean, if the passengers are dropped off and then they can go and effectively what we call stack themselves. Yes. So it would be not the sort of car park where where somebody could walk up to the car and get in, but certainly you could stack them end to end and side by side um, and occupy less space for sure. There is a lot of, as you say, traffic engineering works to be done there, isn't yes. there? That, uh, yes. Yeah, as you say, park and ride, it's not just a case 
of assuming what is the whole thing of where bus stops will now need additional stops as it were for these types of vehicles in the concept of what we call first mile last mile commute that's true yes the one problem i have a great concern i have with autonomous vehicles is the point you raised earlier about active transport that we are now Mm. developing a notion of door-to-door which could undermine the great community benefits you get both personal health benefits of walking or cycling but also the community benefits of knowing your neighbours and local community by walking it there's an area there can we do much about that well in the report we do quote a number of sources that have actually Uh, put forward the idea that it would totally uh, remove the need for or the desire to undertake walking and cycling. I think one of the big motivators is is actually your own well-being and your own feeling of exercising, the feeling good of getting out and being active. I don't see that going away just because there is an availability of autonomous vehicles. People will still want to be active and healthy and participate in their communities. It's part, and I think your company gets involved in that. I've talked to and uh, worked with, uh, not in a a formal sense, but at conferences uh, with your Stephen Burgess, who really takes a whole of life, uh, a local urban issue, rather than just transport as a means to get around. It's part Mm. of serving a function. Your business takes on those sorts of broader planning and implementation projects? Yes, we do. That's the the placemaking component of our business. It's very much building local communities, communities that encourage the movement and interaction of people when they're out walking, when they're out shopping, having a coffee, etc. It's about bringing a community feel to, to local areas. So there's a local identity, a local space, And it's actually built around people. It's not built around cars or car parks. Is there a growing recognition for that? I think there is. I think more and more people are understanding that it's very easy in a city to be isolated. And that value of living in a city, apart from taking away long commutes, the value of living in the city is that there are people around you. And so in the putting in the infrastructure in place that allows you to connect with live alongside in a harmonious way your neighbors is all about what high density living is yes i think engineers and i am one so i I take that on board have taken the notion that the key measure was this the, the flow of traffic or the speed of cars mm. or vehicles. The real issue is how well is that melding into that great community? And you mentioned sense of place. Mm. That's a term that's being used more. How would you describe that? It's people identifying with the area that they either live, work or shop in. And in lots of instances, that living, working, shopping as is actually becoming a smaller area and it's becoming a more of an identified community and it's becoming a place where people live work and and have recreation leslie lovely to talk to you thank you very much for your time okay thank you for your time and that's leslie carter the managing director of mr cagney who have just produced a report autonomous vehicle research report 
talking about what it might mean in the future, not just general dreams, but rather the reality of what it looks like when it's working.